You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here, where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here to get the dialogue going. So yeah, this is going to be a little different. You guys haven't gotten me by myself for a while, but guess what? It's just me today. I am solo. And I am doing this because I really wanted to circle back and kind of go over what 2020 is going to look like based on what 2019 did look like. So, you know, again, going back into 2019 is going to give a little bit of insight into 2020. And I wanted to go over kind of what that journey has looked like and how I've connected with so many of you and just how much it has meant for me to embark on this journey and what it's felt like to step into a new piece of my own power. That's a, it's a big thing for me. So Erica Corday has just done a lot this year. And one of the main things is absolutely this podcast right here, which you are listening to. And I love that I have you here um, listening into me week after week and hearing myself, the conversations that um, my co-hosts, India and I are regularly having, as well as when we do have guests in the uh, in the room with us. And I think I'm going to try to do that maybe a little bit more next year. I have a few things I'm going to play with and what is going to kind of come from that is going to be three of the things that have been really big for me this year that I'm going to continue uh, expanding upon for next year. So I'm going to look forward by looking back and kind of going through these three lenses of intuition, community, and connection. So I'm going to start with intuition. For me, I've gone through things in my life that have definitely caused me to cut off from my intuition more than what I would have liked to. And I definitely felt places where I had trouble trusting my own voice, my own kind of internal guidance system that when you can feel which directions you should go in, you know when it's like, okay, I have to 
hurry up and leave now and something is just kind of nagging at you and you know you leave five minutes later and you know that five minutes could have you know had you in a car accident down the street or you know maybe you missed a really important phone call for a job interview you were waiting for whatever that thing is but that voice that inner voice that is trying to tell you something that you need to hear and so for me being still and listening has has been a very important thing for me um, sometimes it's literally physically being still um, other times it's just kind of you know quieting my mind which chatters quite a bit and being able to just hear what's going on and what some of the messages are that I need to pick up on and there's been a number of things that have come up for me with it that if I wasn't quiet I wouldn't have been able to hear it. You know, part of it was, you know, stepping into being a public speaker, um, starting this podcast, being able to ask for help, claiming what's mine. And these will uh, then go into more community and connection when we get there. But it all started with being able to be still and just hearing that voice and kind of being able to trust it and going with it. So me having my intuition to start with before I look for any opinions from those that I hold near and dear and whose uh, voices I do really highly value uh, before I look for additional information. For me, it's definitely stopping and listening to that intuition. And that's something that I hope for you, you can do even more of in 2020 because so much of the journey of being an imperfect ally of really not allowing um, imposter syndrome to get in the way is you trusting your intuition and knowing that it is guiding you exactly where you need to be and when you need to be there. So I'll go into some of the stories that will tie back to intuition, but I'm going to step forward to community. Community has always been a thing for me. And that I've always been someone that talking and listening and having these conversations has always been a thing for me. I've always, always loved that. And so for me, finding places that I can use my voice um, as from a place of leadership, but I can also be someone that is not only giving leadership, but I can receive leadership. It's not always about being the leader or, you know, kind of being the head honcho, whatever word you want to put with it. For me, it's a conduit. It's about giving it, but it's also about receiving it because you have to step into both spaces to allow others to do the same. Uh, So community for me has definitely been finding places that I feel at home. For example, the Brave Society, which I've talked about a few times over the year and it's a place where I am one of the founding members. Um, I focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion, but it's a place where I have conversations with women that I highly regard, that I have built relationships with. And that's what really matters about community as a whole. It doesn't matter where it is that you are finding it. I have um, actually put myself in a few other rooms recently that I'm fostering community there as well because it matters to me to take in other people's experiences and voices and be able to 
see how I can be of support or see what it is that they're providing that can be of support to me. Again, it's a conduit. It's not always about, oh, what can I get out of this? Or, you know, what can I give? And, you know, can I make money off of it or whatever? That's not always what that's about. And you're going to find yourself in a pretty shitty place if that's what you do, because that's not what it's about. So community has been huge for me. And community was, you know, kind of where I ended up claiming for myself that I wanted to be a public speaker. I knew it was something that I wanted to do, but I had no idea how. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what it was going to look like. And I had gone to a mastermind day for um, the Brave Society and the Boat Leadership Revolution back in February in New York. And it was a it was a great day because I got to meet and hug. Yes, I'm a hugger. I'm a serious hugger. <laughs> I am. I got to um, meet with people in person that I had built these relationships with online, some of which had been over uh, years worth of time. And so there were a lot of huge benefits that came from that. But one of the biggest ones was a fully tear soaked moment of me just kind of, you know, claiming that I wanted to be a public speaker. There were a lot of things going on for me. And in that moment, there were tears for me multiple times that day. It was a, it was a very emotional day, but it was so necessary for me. Um, but I claimed that I wanted to be a public speaker. And the funny part was I said, I wanted to give myself a year. And, um, my coach said, okay, I think you can do it in six months. I'm going to give you six months, but if you want the year, that's fine. You can have the year. And in that moment, I claimed that I wanted to be a public speaker. And that was in February. The next month, India and I just kind of decided to kind of record a verbal blog post. And I think we ended up doing like maybe two of them. And we put them up on her blog. And it was one of those things that it kind of came up. She's like, these are really more along the lines of the conversations that you have. And her... And another coach that I had at that point was like, it's kind of a blog. I mean, um, a podcast. And I'm like, okay, guess I have a podcast. And I hadn't necessarily planned on it. However, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. And it was fully accidental. Like that was definitely not what I was trying to do. And I love having a podcast. I'm already a talker. So it gives me that benefit. But I like the the space that it gives me to be able to talk through things with someone um, when I do have India with me because I am a um, an external and verbal processor. So that's one of the things that for me, um, it, it definitely feels at home. But at the same time, I am providing value. I'm having conversations as if you're sitting right here with me. I'm not talking at you because to me, that's not where the value is. So I'm having these conversations. I'm having you in the room, just kind of being a part of it. And I, I appreciate that. And literally just having conversation was how my entire take on imposter syndrome, for example, came about just kind of talking and realizing that like, wait a minute, the imposter is not who you think you can't become. The imposter is who you're trying to step out of being that you had to be to, to get through whatever it is that you were doing up to this point. And now it's time to shed that skin 
and actually be authentically you. And that's what's scary. So that came about because of that. So having this platform to navigate and to serve and support in a way that absolutely honors my strengths and what really feels good to me, but it benefits others. I I couldn't ask for more. And so, you know, being able to create that and to have claimed that because again, intuition kicked in, but being in that community environment and feeling so supported and so safe was what really just had me say it out loud and claim it. And it fully happened and it happened fast. My first podcast episode, I believe it actually went live. I think it was April like 22nd. Um, and those of you that have um, any insight into podcasts or do podcasts, you know that it takes time to put it all together and then actually kind of submit it for um, review before it actually goes live. So that was probably earlier in April. So it was literally less than two months before I had fully claimed it, created it and put it out there to become real. So it's a full testament to what happens when you do get still and listen to your intuition. You allow that voice to be heard and then you have that space for it to be fostered and to receive that support that you need to step into it, even if you're not sure exactly what that's going to look like or how to do it. Um, You know, and again, community for me has been supportive when it came to stepping into the public speaking space, which I've actually been able to. I spoke twice at She Podcast. I will be speaking um, along with India coming up in March at Alt Summit. And there's I mean, there's a lot of things that I haven't even talked about yet, guys, that are coming up. I mean, I've been going into groups. I have been doing summits like there's a number of spaces that are forward facing and some are other groups and things that I'm going into that you may not always see, but um, there's a lot of spaces where I have been able to publicly speak and support and being able to have that community of space to be able to give me some insight into some ways that this can happen, other ways that I can do it that aren't like what everyone else is doing, because I do like to deviate from the beaten path because that's not always what feels good to me. And so being able to have a sounding board of people that I trust and know that they do want the best for me and for my mission. It does give me space to, you know, receive and to ask for support, to support them. And I mean, that's been huge. I mean, and again, going back to community, like I literally had a point where I asked my coach for support around something. And it led to an entire program being created around it that not only served myself, but a number of other women that joined. But it was because I spoke up and I asked for help. It is important to ask for help. And so when you have space where you do feel safe and supported and you can say, I need help. Amazing things will happen when you allow yourself to ask. I seriously can't even tell you how much being able to ask for help has been a benefit for me. And it also has taught me more about myself and what it looks like to be vulnerable and that it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't, it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean you don't know. It doesn't mean, 
you should have or why didn't you? None of those things. It's about saying that this isn't something that I'm clear on or this isn't something that I know well. And I trust that maybe you have insight that could help me to get to the next step. And fellowship and community cannot cannot talk about it enough. And so it's something that I'm going to continue for myself building within the Erica Corday and Puzzle on the Play communities. Um, and when I say community, I mean just the entire thing that exists, whether it's online, whether it's offline, whether it's in-person events, whether it's workshops, just the entire entity of these two brands being able to bring this aspect of community to a whole nother level. And I am fully open to whatever this community can look like for me and for you, because that's what really matters to me. And again, going back to that last thing, connection. Connection is what ties all of these things together. I look to connect with the people that reach out to me, that are listening to me, that are watching the stories that I post on Instagram, that watch the replays of the workshops um, that they have joined with me. And maybe life just meant that they couldn't make it live, but they've been able to find space to do it and then to grab their seat as we're having our conversations and being able to feel as though they're still just as much a part of it. And that there are things there that they can see in their own lives, in their own experiences, in their own journeys. And they are allowing me to accompany them. And that is a blessing. That is a gift. And it's something that I don't take lightly. And it, it's just something that I had no idea was going to be put in front of me. But I couldn't be more appreciative of each and every one of these opportunities, big, small, micro, macro, every single thing, every single little moment that I can be able to connect and support, give you space to consider something differently, to have a different viewpoint, to take in something that is someone else's reality or their normal and begin to have you turning over what your normal looks like so that you can really look at it and say, hmm, how do I feel about this? How do I think of think this is going to be helpful for me? You know, are there any shifts that I can make? Because I want to be the best version of myself right now that I can be, you know, and that type of exploration and examination from a place of being gentle and being inquisitive is very important and being able to connect with you over that, having that curiosity and keeping that wonder, that kind of almost childlike spark of possibility. It's what ties together intuition and community and connection. And it all happens through conversation. You know how important it is for me. And in case you're new here, conversation is how I do everything. I don't believe in talking at you. I believe in talking with you. I don't believe in lecturing you. I believe in literally just sitting there with you, you know, belly to belly, having a conversation, you know, eye contact, you know, holding your hand and actually su supporting you through that moment and fostering this 
beautiful space for evolution. And you knowing that I am not here to make you feel bad. I am not here to put guilt on you as we are going through diversity, equity, and inclusion conversations. Shame is not something I'm going to put on you. Yet whatever emotions you feel as you are going through your personal exploration and journey, that's fine. They're all there for a reason. Get curious about them. We can talk about them. But I won't put heavy emotions on you because I don't think that that's a motivator. That's just not the way that I choose to do things. I think emotions are going to come up naturally because it's a part of the process. But I am here to give you space to feel emboldened and to feel as though you can actually ask questions and have the conversations that maybe you don't feel like you can have everywhere or at all times. It's a safe space, but yet it's a space that requires you to be brave. Nothing will come from you playing small and playing it safe. This is a space for you to expand. And that means taking some chances and being willing to be bigger, be bolder, be better. And I am carrying that all the way through into 2020. And as we embark on a whole new year, a whole new decade, which is kind of crazy. So again, I think there's a lot of things that I've experienced this year that have supported the vision that I see coming up for 2020 for Erica Corday and for Pause on the Play. And I'd love for you to come on over and to talk to me about it, to talk to India and I in Pause on the Play, which we now have a website, pauseontheplay.com, as well as social media. Um, we are on Twitter at Pause on the Play, and we're over on Instagram at Pause on the Play. So it keeps it easy for you. Um, but yes, I want to hear about what you're doing. And uh, at the end, I'll also give you some information on one of the first things that we have coming up in 2020, which will be our um, ideal client workshop. And I'll tell you a little bit about why it's completely different and why I think that it can help you move into 2020 with intention and clarity. However, this podcast is here to give you reasons to think about what 2019 gave you, what it provided, what you can keep with you, and how you can step fully into 2020 with intention and clarity for whatever is going to help this next year and the beginning of a whole new decade be the best it can for you. I appreciate every moment that you have shared with me, every comment, every conversation, every post, every hug, all of it. Everything that you've brought has meant the world to me. And for that, thank you. Have you ever had to do one of those ideal client profiles or exercises or ideal client fill in the blank, whatever they called it, types of things where you have to go through and say, how old is your ideal client? Where do they work? What types of magazines do they read? How old are they? What do they look like? Are they male? Are they female? Ugh, I can't. St- every single time I've had to do these things, I can't stand them. They would just cause so much resistance for me. I would feel like 
I do not want to do this. Like my chest would feel tight. Like I was fully like dead set against doing it no matter when it was. I just never wanted to do them. And reluctantly I would do it because I felt like, well, if I don't do it, how do I know who my client is? How do I know what to do with these Facebook ads? And so I did it, but it never quite felt right. Now I know why. Most ideal client exercises reduce your client to being a man or a woman. It reduces them being in a pretty narrow age range. It reduces them to being these very surface societal indicators that have absolutely nothing to do with who they are as a person, who they are at their core and what really matters to them. We are fully throwing that fuckery out and starting all over again. India and I. will be guiding you through our ideal client magnet workshop on Thursday, January 16th from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is an opportunity for you to go through the very first step that we take our clients through with our two to one pause on the play clients because it's tough to know what to do if you don't know who you're doing it for. But we feel like it's so much more important to get into the psychographics of who a person is, what makes them who they are at their core. These are the things that we will help you to work through. Our combined experience and viewpoints are going to give you tangible actions that you can immediately use not only to attract, but to have conversations with the people that you want to work with and that are looking for you. It's time for you to be able to magnetize your attraction to and with the people that you are really looking to work with. There'll be time for a live Q&A so you'll get a chance to actually get some individualized support too. So come on over, visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash events forward slash ICW or come on over to pauseontheplay.com, hit events, you'll see it right at the top. That way you can grab your seat, be in the room, get your support. We show up here having real conversations to normalize the challenging things and make them a part of your normal exchanges. Cross lines and recreate boundaries to support, not separate. This is how we remove stigma and create real change and connection. If you enjoyed this podcast, show us some love by subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review. Reviews are the fuel to keep the podcast engine going. Let's get more people dropping the veil and challenging their thoughts, feelings, and actions. We love being here and creating the bridge for you to walk over to become the change that you want to see. So join us next time. And until then, keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take 
and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?